when Captain America throws his mighty shield. The TV fans are taking over. This is Across the Airwaves. You're different. Now don't let anyone tell you that you have nothing to offer. Second chances don't come around all that often. I suggest you take a really close look at it. Everyone and welcome to another episode of the Marvelverse podcast, Cross the Airways podcast, dedicated to reviewing Agents of Shield, Agent Carter, Marvel's Netflix shows, and the movies of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Dan Schmidt, your Excelsior host, and with me is a whole truckload of people. Hey guys, it's Nikki. Hi, it's Josh. Hello, it's James, the random weird one who never shows up. He's back by popular <laughs> demand. I think he's back by his well, we, well, well, not <laughs> that. I like him. I think he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> he says nice things about me online, so. There you well, go. I trusted well, him with to, my well, password. Well, you talk nice so. about Josh. <laughs> what? I said, well, you're easy to talk nice about Josh. Uh, you guys make me blush. Because <laughs> his hair I trust him with the, Colson, with the Colson Army password, so I guess I like him, too. Yeah. Got some trust there. He must be yeah, a secret warrior. I don't trust anybody with my online stuff. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, Nikki, what's happening? Got this week's episode. And this week we're going to talk about the return of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and viewer and listener feedback. Yes, but before we get into all of that, we have a news with Nico, Marvel edition, call about. Uh, the Gambit movie be uh-huh. pushed back or cancelled or something yeah. like that because they're, they're adding two more movies to their slate over Get Fox if they're okay with us talking about them Fox takes the Gambit off release schedule, adds two untitled Marvel films. 20th Century Fox is celebrating their third straight weekend, with one of their Marvel films being number one at the box office, with Deadpool cleaning up yet again with a staggering tally of $285 million domestic. Not only is Deadpool their highest-grossing X-Men-related film of all time, it's well on its way to outperforming every solo superhero movie not featuring Batman or Spider-Man. With the success of Deadpool now behind them, Fox has done some reshuffling of their schedule in terms of their licensed Marvel properties. They've just announced that Gambit, starring Channing Tatum as the Cajun X-Men, won't be making it to its October 7th, 2016 date this year after all, as many have already speculated. The movie recently lost its original director, Rupert Wyatt, and replaced him with Doug Lyman, and hasn't even started shooting, so this move has really not come as a surprise. Besides, with six comic book superhero movies coming out this year, seven if you count Ninja Turtles, Gambit would have likely have gotten lost in that crowd. In addition to taking Gambit off of its original release date, Fox has also added two other Marvel films to their schedule. One Marvel film is slated for October 7th, 
6, 2017, and another for January 12th, 2018. So what are these potential Marvel movies? Well, we can probably guess that Gambit is being moved to October 2017. That seems like a no-brainer, especially with the film getting ready to go into production soon. And as for January 2018, that almost certainly has to be Deadpool 2. Usually January is a dumping ground for studio films, but as the success of Deadpool in the middle of the post-Christmas winter has shown, the old blockbuster calendar is pretty much a thing of the past. It should be noted that Fox still has an unnamed X-Men movie still scheduled for July 13th, 2018. While that movie could be Josh Boone's New Mutants, again with Deadpool making bank, I wouldn't be surprised if that movie turns out to be X-Force starring Ryan Reynolds once again as the Merc with the Mouth. I guess we'll have to wait and see for Fox to confirm some of these moves. And that's the news with Nico for this week. Alright, so moving back to the real version of Marvel, go by Disney. We're going to talk about <laughs> this week's episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. titled Baltic Back. In the aftermath of his trip to Maybeth, Coulson is more determined than ever to get to Gideon Malik and put an end to Hydra once and for all. Daisy and the team encounter more inhumans who have powers like they've never seen before. But will they be friends or enemies of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, with that, I think we saw an opening that was maybe alluding to the season finale. What do you guys think about that? That's messed up. That they, three months they, from now. Yeah. yeah, three months from now. That's me- that's messed up that they do that. They're like, just to let you know, here's a teaser for what we're going to mess with. We're going to mess with your mind. <laughs> ha ha. We're going to send people into space, and one of them wears a shield uniform. And we also, yeah. there's a, I have an idea that um, maybe that since they introduced it so early, maybe there's going to be a time travel element. Maybe they try to go back to Maveth or try to find it without using the portal. Or maybe well, something I find, from, say maybe something from space is coming. Maybe, maybe it's a Guardians link or Thanos. Mm. Who knows? I think Josh has got a theory here. Okay. I'm still here. I'm sorry. Josh, um, you have a theory? Right in the middle of... Yeah. Well, I, I, at first I thought Guardians of the Galaxy? No way. They're not going to introduce that, you know, because they're trying... You know, Marvel movies and them don't always get along. But it was definitely a Quinjet, and it was in orbit. And my thought was, who is powerful enough to throw a Quinjet into space? Or my other thought is, what if they kidnapped the ward in human and sent him into space? And that's what that's what we saw was people sacrificing themselves to take the Quinjet up into space to leave him up there. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Did you guys see that there was a cross floating in the mm-hmm. air? Yeah. It's also so, like the, would that be Mac? No. No, that's the same cross on Yo-Yo. That's Yo-Yo's cross? Yeah, it's okay. Yo-Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Yo-Yo I was wearing a sure. cross. They even pointed at it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, that there was a shield uniform, uh, uh, you know, you makes you think, oh, maybe that was hers. But on the other hand, the, right after that, there was the fiery explosion, which made me think fire, which made me think um, uh, Joey. True. Why Joey? All he can do is move metal. Well, he melts which, metal, and sometimes can, that can cause a fire. True. Le- you know, electricity can also cause fires. That's true. Yo-Yo so, might have given her cross to somebody like to take up too. 
Yeah, maybe the death Mac. of Mac. Because it, was, it wasn't on anybody. It was floating around. Yeah. Yeah. Which means that either her head was cut off or somebody was holding on to it. Yeah. I'm and wondering supposed, if that... We're supposed to get, like, what, five new Inhumans this season? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm wondering if Mac is going to die. He's not. just come back to life for me. And they, now they're going to kill him. Well, I think they're going to yeah, get rid of Don't they listen to this podcast? They're going to get rid of some characters. Well, they're going to get rid of some characters for to make room for the new Ed Hewitt's coming in. Because they're the most wanted. They're going to spin people off in the case of Hunter and Bobby, and then they're going to maybe kill some others off to make room for Ed Hewitt's. I don't know if they well, kill our, anybody in our core group, and, you know, I consider Mac now part of the core group, but it is entirely possible. Well, the only character uh, that he, probably... Because he's so noble, he would go up there and do would, something. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Plus, he would take you people know, off if they killed Gabay or Coulson. Uh, they I don't know See. if I have the energy to yeah. to bring Coulson back again. Right. I would well, do on it. Top of that, <laughs> on top of that, you got to remember that it's still called Agents of Shield. Yeah. You know, and so it has to be Agents of Shield uh, show, which makes me think that the the show title Most Wanted is not the official title. I think they're going to change it. I'm wondering if it's going to be about the Secret Warriors and that they're going to have their own spin-off show with Hunter and Bobby leading them and helping train them so that we'll still have an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We just won't have Daisy and the Inhumans um, on an everyday basis. You know, we'll have, they'll have guest appearances and stuff like that. The crossovers, kind of like Flash and Arrow, too, yeah. you know? So that's that's my thought because it still has to be Agents of Shield. That's the name of the show. So who's part of that group? Well, the humans are not quite part of that group. They're going to be having their own little group. So I think that's is. I think Chloe's uh, Bennett is graduating up to being have basically having her own show. That's just my thought. Could could the show be them getting blasted into outer space? Get their outer space adventures. <laughs> Oh, how messed up would that be if Secret Warriors became the new Guardians, the TV version of the Guardians of the Galaxy, just to toss it into the movie face kind of stuff? Yep. Say, hey, you won't mess, you won't join us? Fine. We'll start taking over you. (laughs) It's kind of devious, but it's possible. I think we're going to see little bits and more and more of that scene. Kind of like what they're doing with Arrow, where they show the character's grave. You don't know who it is, because right. they keep giving you, they show you more and more scenes to give you clues on who may or may not die. Because I feel like that they're doing the same thing with this opening sequence. I think it's going to be, um, uh, by the way, in Arrow, I think it's going to be um, Felicity's mom. Possibly. They keep tricking us on that show. That's the yeah, problem. They do. Yeah, but that's for another time. <laughs> yes. So, um, but anyways, I do. I that's what I, I think that I think it's going to be Mac in that space-bound Quinjet, sacrificing himself to end an, an inhuman threat. But Mac also doesn't wear that uniform. Well, he, so it'll be two people. 
could that, be a fight that's more uniform. of an in, one of the inhumans like they they wear those so oh what gonna... a trick what a trick that would be is if it's not a shield agent what if it's ward putting on a shield uh, uniform in order to sneak around to infiltrate to steal the quinjet or whatever what if it's a ward in human what if it's an agent of hydra what if it's a member member of uh, uh, hydra yeah or member of the uh, somebody infected by hive that's possible possibilities are endless yeah that's a cool trick they could play on us they could be flying the hulk to asgard you don't know yeah. <laughs> that's true that's true yeah yeah we finally crossed over to the MCU yay yay <laughs> but that's an interesting opening yes, yes. and then and then right how, after how many that Star Wars surprise, Star, how many Star Wars and Star Trek references did you all see online <laughs> yeah yeah I'm guilty of making I've, with myself yeah the fact <laughs> that it looked like the cockpit to the Millennium Falcon Yes. I didn't see that one. Mine was, yeah. you know, a long, long time from now. <laughs> yeah. Galaxy far, far away. They galaxy right outside our planetary system. Yes. Um, <laughs> but then right after that opening where they shock us and make us go, what? What? Then they have to go and uh, tug on our heartstrings and show oh. us Rosalind Price's apartment and, and Colton. Yeah. <laughs> That's just messed up. They, they really played on the uh, the emotions this episode. Yeah. And yeah. then they brought in the death from Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Yes. And also um, Hey Haywood from uh, Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> yes, true. Yes, that Mr. President. As, as the president, I was like, that because S.H.I.E.L.D.'s not allowed in the White House, barely. But Gideon yeah. Malik is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand politics. Yeah, yeah. real or imagined. Good true. Um, this president, like, he seems like a very devious character, and I can't really be sure if I can trust him at this point, especially with um, him, like, not wanting to condemn Malik at this point. If he is the yeah. president, he could have been switched yeah, out. Could Iron Man 3? You don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Tony. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't Maybe think Tony Stark saved the wrong man. <laughs> yep, it's a Hydra clone. I think the the ATCU. But uh, uh, interesting that they. I like the fact that they're they're using even some of the smaller characters, like the president, to tie into the MCU. You know, <laughs> yeah. just goes to show you what a big universe this is. That small character is the president. <laughs> yeah. True. Just the president of the United States. He doesn't do anything <laughs> in this world. In Probably that, couldn't in do the anything. MCU. I mean, he's, he's like, I can't do anything. Come on, Hydra. There's nothing I can do here. Can yeah. I, I think Walk the AT, a Deming shield to the shadows. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think the ATCU is going to turn into Tony's side of the Civil War. Yeah, yeah and then that's probably going to be Talbot on his side. And then Coulson's going to be like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, once they go up against Cat, could be out. <laughs> yeah, Coulson... I think would because of his experience with the Secret Warriors and Sky or Daisy, I keep calling her Sky. Um, I think that he would definitely be Team Cap. Yeah, but I think he's playing along with the president stuff because one, I think he wants revenge. God will do anything to get that at this point. Get two, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. trying to protect Daisy. 
Gad the Inhumans. Yeah. Like, and so he's still, he's doing the deal he had with Rosalind, basically with the president now. Yeah. He's doing other, what he has he to do. He's, he's doing And now he gets the boss to help him around, so. <laughs> we'll see but about that. He also that. thinks that he, he just... He thinks he's overstepped also. Remember, he's still dealing with the fact that he could, he could have chosen a different path, but he chose to kill Ward. He killed Ward, and that's still eating at him. You can tell that, too. The fact that yeah. Rosalind's dead, he killed Ward. You know, he's, he's gone a little dark, but well, I wonder if he's going to get a little bit of relief from that, or at the very least a huge shock when he actually confronts... Um, the warden human. Hive. Oh my gosh, Hive. that's going to be huge. Yeah, yeah, Hive going up against Hive and having him go face to face with, you know, somebody who looks exactly like somebody you just killed. Okay. <laughs> you know, he did what he had to do um, with Ward because, in his eyes, you can't. You, he, I mean, his eyes, Ward could, and just based on everything he had done, I mean, there was really no redemption, and Ward didn't want redemption. Right. Um, right. Coulson gave him a chance. Was, but Coulson went to a play. I mean, Coulson had given him many chances. Coulson had, you know, when he was on Mavis, he had gotten to a place where he was just like, I'm done. I can't. This is just the only way to end this nightmare is to kill him. And you could tell it eats at him because he is such a moral and ethical person. And I think that the article, you know, the interview Clark did with comic book resources where he says Coulson's going to go a little dark. I think this, you know, it's definitely the beginning, but he'll pull out of it at some point. And, and I think it'll take going up against hive for him to see, I made the right. Okay. I made the decision to kill ward and I was a good, I had my reasons. I had good reasons, but this is the result of that. Right. But who would think that this would happen? I mean, seriously, I mean, Nobody. I mean, who? I mean, he was just trying to. They were just trying to get back through the portal, and and you know, he was like, I, you know, Ward has to die. I think he went there with that express mission. Ward has to oh, die. Yeah. yeah. And he did, and he had no idea. I mean, if he had left him alive on that planet or injured, you know, Hive might not have taken. You know, the goo might not have taken over because it likes dead people. Yeah, do you so, think Coulson But they don't know say, anything about it, so it's like Yeah, we know Coulson is gonna witness the death of its heroes, guys in probably Cap, Gad Peggy Carter. So do you think some of that stuff will snap him out of it? Hmm. I think if something happened to Cap, um, which, you know, since Evans has decided not to retire from the character, right. we don't know. Um I, I I think if something happened to, I think the Peggy thing, I think Cole, I mean, given her age, I don't think that right. will be too hard for him to deal with. I think if there was whatever happens in civil war, I think will have a huge impact on him either way. Okay. Cause I just guess because like- he is so attuned to that to And his, you know, the, the secret warriors and the inhuman and the rest of the inhumans, they've, I think even changed him and made him more open even than he was before. Cause he was pretty much like, Oh look, there's an alien. Okay. Where are you from? Oh, Asgard. Okay. I haven't heard of that one. Um, but welcome. Hi. Uh, 
so he was he was really open to all the possibilities and i think this will you know his experience with the inhumans and with daisy has made him more open to what's out there and wanting to protect because i almost feel like kitty's dead his own grailing moments like the avengers did like he needs to experience a loss that gets him out of this darkness and kind of gets him back into the fight for the heroic reason. Because I don't feel like be... he's getting the fight right now for heroic reason. No, he's just he's not. And he's then also on the director, that, so he's not really a, a soldier anymore. Yeah, much. but it, he's. I'm wondering if he also feels like he's losing his power because he's a director of Shield. But what is Shield? You know, he's meeting with the president who uh, admits that he can't bring, he won't bring Shield back. You know, into the limelight. So he's operating under. So it's like, am I really a part of Shield, or am I just some clandestine, you know, group that has, you know, the president backing it, but secretly, and bet you money that he won't back me up publicly, you know, kind of thing. Right. Is so he any he, better than Hydra in that respect? Exactly. So he, you know, awareness keeps saying it's the ATCU, but really, you're the head of it, and it's going to be you in charge and all that kind of stuff. It's like, well, how is that any different than being told by Gideon and Malik that, okay, Hydra soldiers, you, you know, you, everyone's going to think it's shield, but really you're Hydra. So, you know, keep right. that in mind. You know, there's, there's no difference in that right. um, outside of the purpose that you go through. Yeah. So yeah, I and think then civil on, war will, will do a lot for that. I also think whatever has happened in that opening will also be a, have a big effect. But if that's the oh, finale, it's, that's going to be after Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was going to say, because three, three months from now is actually um, June, not May. Right. So. Yeah. We also don't know what the, when in the timeline we are. Right. Is it three months from now or three months from there now? I really hope that the writers of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have been able to at least read the script for Civil War. So they, they have. Can, they already they, said they had. Okay, good. So that they can help build up for it. But then yeah. on the other hand, they also know how to continue on after it, you know? Then, well, that's, that's, I have to that's say like that a... It's the main reason why I would love to be a writer <laughs> for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. just so I can get my hands on those scripts. Right. <laughs> Well, they have to because even though, you know, like Joss says, you know, they're not really a part of the movies. What they do, I mean, admit the you know, theta protocol people, uh, what they do affects the movies and what the movie and the movies affect them. So they are a part of the same universe. Um, it's just that in one universe, Coulson is alive is basically yeah. the difference. So but his presence affects the the movies because of like I said they had a protocol. I mean if it wasn't for him, there wouldn't have been a helicarrier in Age of Ultron. Um, or they wouldn't but, have even found Lucky Scepter. So right. Uh, so you have so many possibilities on on where Shield is heading, and maybe it will finally step back into light. Like the like the uh, president said, uh, you know the public has a short memory, but not that short. Well, and us geeks have a much longer memory because we remember yes. all the details. Yeah. yeah. Here's my question, though. Like, if um, I think of one potential way they could integrate Civil War into the show is perhaps have Ross 
um, make an appearance on the show because um, he is going to be representing, if not maybe the United States government, the entire world government, because he's the one who serves the Sokovia Accords to Cap and the rest of the Avengers. So, right. right. If they can um, get William Hurt. I had, I had a theory about that. Okay. okay. I think Talbot is working for Ross because of their connection to the comic book. So I think he, Colson may believe that he is overseeing Talbot, but I think Talbot is also receiving orders from Ross. Yeah, that would explain the mustache. Yes. <laughs> no, it makes it makes total sense because I mean, if, because like you said, because of the comic book, I would not be surprised if that happened at all. Because he he's basically there just to find out information about the Inhumans to to set up the Superhuman Registration Act because that's where they're going to go. Yeah, it's, hey, it's, hey, it's, it's a logical, it's a logical and really, it's a logical idea and really well. It's like, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. It's yeah, it like, does. I can, I can see, I can't see that not happening, mm-hmm. but you never know. Yeah. With the MCU. You know, it, while, while we, we may not get on William, Tony's team, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> while we may not get William Hurt to be on Agents of the Shield. A good crossover would be to have General Talbot seen in Civil War. Yeah, that would yes. be cool. Well, even if he's just standing there next to Ross, like part of the entourage or whatever, that would be interesting. Or even that might be even that might be how they signature. reveal it. Yeah, yeah. Or this picture like show up on a screen somewhere or on TV. Yeah. You know, somebody's watching television. I yeah. kind of got excited at first when they said they were going to appoint a new head of the ATCU because I thought it was going to be Martin Freeman. <laughs> that character. Oh, that would have been good. Yes. But no, Martin Freeman's character is supposed to be with the United Nations and all that stuff. Oh, okay, it? okay. Yeah, he's uh, there. He's the expert um, in the UN expert on uh, Wakanda. Right. Right. That's it was like we finally we finally found out what he was doing. I mean, I didn't care what he was doing. We have Martin Freeman. Yeah. So people that are villain that, always could be upset. What were you saying, James? That they have, it's interesting that they have a white man representing Wakanda on the on World Council, though. <laughs> I just find that I just feel like that's like something that maybe the writers yeah. put in there deliberately just to say, like, hey, yeah, there's still a racism problem here. Yeah, Hollywood. <laughs> because you have to. <laughs> they could say South African. Yeah, you could ah, say South Africa. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's still white. There's a lot of white people in South Africa. Exactly. Not bad accent, Nikki. Thank you. I have a gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that the meeting with the president, I was like, I don't know. I, st- I It made me distrust the president even more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Was not a, that was not a comforting meeting at all. That was not a, I feel so much better about this situation. Thank you so much for clearing that up. It was like, oh, thank you. Now I have more questions. Great. Now we have one more enemy on the political area because now we have to watch out for you screwing us over. Thank you for that. Well, if you remember some of the stories of the Secret Society, Captain America, one of the big ones, the president turned out to be the person in charge. So just say it. (laughs) <laughs> they could go there it could I go there I mean, it's like they're like the Freemasons they're everywhere 
Well, Illuminati. If you watch the History yeah. Channel, the Freemasons are the cause of everything. Well, now that we know the Freemasons in, are Hydra. That brings in the Illuminati, um, especially the Illuminati of the superhero realm, and Black Panther and Iron Man are members. That's true. Yes. So is Doctor Strange, Mister Fantastic, Black Bolt, and Namor the Submariner. Who we can't use, <laughs> who we don't want, one who we don't want to use. Well, I would love to see uh, Namor. In I would too. Yeah. Trust me, I would love to see Namor. Unfortunately, we don't have the rights to him. The rights to I Namor are so complex that nobody yeah. should use him. I think um, I've said this before, but I think that Marvel has a great bargaining chip right now. That if they were to go up to Fox and say, hey, you know, you really screwed up Fantastic Four three times. So here's a deal. We'll take back Fantastic Four and all of it. And you know what? Yeah, as a I thank think, you um, for that, wait, as a thank you for that, we'll let you have Deadpool cross over into the MCU. Deadpool yeah. does have an obsession with the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. He really wants uh, to be an Spider-Man. Avenger. Yeah. But see, it also continues the idea that Deadpool has a ma- major, like, bromance with um, Spider-Man. He thinks Spider-Man is the end-all, be-all, yes. buddy, and he thinks Captain America is beyond reproach and somebody to aspire to be like, you know? He idolizes Captain America. So you have and two yet characters he is his in the opposite. MCU. <laughs> right. He has two characters that he idolizes that are in the MCU. What a great bargaining chip. Yeah, Fox Fox is really hesitant to let any of those properties go. Yeah, but yeah, think about they keep losing money, money on, on Fantastic Four. Not only they are they losing money on that, but Marvel has said that they're not re- they're not printing any more Fantastic Four comics, and they're certainly not going to release any merchandise that helps promote the movies. Cool. Right, and they don't have to. That's part of the contract. No. Right. Think about, the thing about Neymar, though, is that he's actually owned by Universal, as far as I yeah. understand. Yes, so, he is. He's not owned by but, Fox. He's owned by Universal. It was a whole separate yes, but deal. So was Hulk for a while. And they still managed to do a Hulk Marvel movie. Right. So it's but very possible Hulk that is, Universal will go that route, too, with, with Neymar. Well, if they have a certain amount of time before, they have to give the rights to revert back. Right. But this was like one of the very first movie studio deals they did was with Namor. So I don't know the exact um, what the rights are exactly. Like with Fox, they have so many years, and if they don't use the property, it reverts back to Marvel. Same with the X-Men, which is not going anywhere uh, from Sony. Um, But I don't know all the details of the Namor deal because it was one of the very first ones they made. I would have to ask my... I would have to ask James... Not right, James right question is, because yeah, I don't think they could make could could name or movie, but I wonder if they could use him. Could have felt. That's, so I don't think we need a name well, or movie, do we? No, because he's not no, established. No, 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 I don't want him in a movie. I want him in Agent Carter. Yeah, Leviathan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would want I want him on the television. I think he's better for television, just because we haven't established him, and he's not that well known a character. Even though for a long time he was one of the very first Marvel characters in the comics, yeah. um, I think his history gives him a certain cachet. But um, I think he's better suited 
for television first and then you bring them in to the cinematic world but that all depends on the rights and what their yeah. legal deal with Universal is so but Universal's lose you know losing Marvel Land the Marvel Island at Islands of Adventure too so yeah who knows maybe that comes with the contract they, they probably get a much much better version in return because <laughs> of to Disney yes yeah well, oh, they got they got finished Star Wars Land first, but true. Uh, speaking of another land, we go to south of the hemisphere. Exactly. <laughs> Can you do one of those accents too? Oh, which one? Which which accent would no, you like me to do? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. You mean like, from South America? What? Like South it. will rise I... again, man. <laughs> I don't like Christian Colombians, man. <laughs> I don't like picking Colombians. <laughs> Jeez. He's not like Pepe Scar- the King Braun. Yeah, Scarface. That's some, that's some Scarface. If anyone, if anyone can't yeah. guess from my yeah, that, yeah, we're not doing Tony Montana impressions. <laughs> I don't know what accent he was going for there in that movie. Um, but yeah, so we found more Inhumans, and they're in South America. Yes. Yeah. Which and uh, so several they people <laughs> because they ate the fish. The pescado. They ate the pescado. Mac knew that word after after three years of Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what I found interesting is I loved when they caught they got her and they started talking to her and started learning more about her powers. Yeah, I liked that they they finally had powers that kind of had a limit. Mm -hmm. She can go as far as she want can in the time it takes for a single heartbeat. Interesting that it's not her heartbeat. It's just a heartbeat. Yeah. And then she whiplashes right back to where she started. Right. Well, that's her name in the comic is Slingshot. Yeah. I like Yo-Yo better, though. Yo-Yo is just more fun to say. <laughs> yeah. Yo-Yo. <laughs> Speaking of which, which, which um, ship name do you like better for Yo-Yo and Mac? Do you like Yo-Yo Mac or um, Macarena? Macalena? Oh, I saw that. I saw you. Yeah, I don't do shipping, but I have to admit that I did like Macalena. Macalena, I would have to go with just because it's it's fun to say. Okay. Macalena. Yo Yo Mac is very, very clever. As a fan of the cellist, I have to say Yo Yo Mac is very clever. But I was, I was really happy to see That's Mac. That's a connection there. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I was really happy to see Mac getting more and more into, you know, now that he's alive again. Um, <laughs> more human. Getting more, he's he's becoming like we kind of had hoped he would become. He's becoming more open and uh, more. He's educated himself about it, and he's like he's not as xenophobic as he was before. He's a believer. <laughs> He's like, oh look, oh I, oh god, I got it. It's an inhuman. Now I got to figure out how to work, how to make this work, how to talk. To, and it was like, oh, okay. And then she gave him the hunter treatment and <laughs> handcuffed him to a sink. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was yeah. like, is Hunter messing with him? <laughs> and I was so glad I wasn't the only one who noticed that <laughs> that it was the hunter treatment. But I thought, you know, you know, she, I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine what 
they have to do and they lived in a pretty you know rural area what do you do when you realize you've got these powers and you have no context for them yeah it's like what do you, what it must have gone through i mean you saw when she was explaining it and she was speaking so rapidly even my you know i couldn't keep up with her and trying to understand uh and uh, she was like talking about the rock like crawling like, creeping up her body and i was like to know i mean how must it feel for her to know that she's not alone anymore yeah and that you know her gifts are valuable to somebody besides criminals and then for mac to be the one to kind of guide her and say look it's okay and try to understand her and And joey too because joey was the one who speaks spanish so right and you know besides anybody else anybody else want one of those watches oh we all want one of those watches (laughs) Yeah, I want mine I think, to light up and with the shield symbol. And then what would be really cool is if they actually uh, introduced an app like that for the the <laughs> iWatch that they have, and that whenever you press it, anybody who has an i i has that app, their their thing suddenly lights up. Like like it, uh, the the shield symbol, like in like the bat signal. Yeah, yes. yeah, like it suddenly lights up on everybody's watch who has that app. And people would be going, what? Wait, what? Secret Warriors, assemble. Can, can yeah. I have this vision of a sequence? In? A vision? <laughs> can I have this vision of a sequence in? Avengers 3, where they basically have their backs against the wall. Kind of like what happened in uh, the Secret Invasion arc for the comic books, where mm-hmm. the Secret Warriors show up. I was want to see a scene where they have their backs against the wall. Kind of like Daisy shows up. Kind of presses a button on her watch. Can all the watches light up all over the world? Can then did humans come and like beat the crap out of Thanos? <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. That would be awesome. Right. So I, I think we're gonna get secrets like that. It would almost make up for these Secret Warriors movies, the Inhumans movie being yes. delayed slash jettisoned. So I mean, it'd be like make the call and we get the secrets where like all these humans come out of nowhere can stand up and fight and save the day. That would be the best, most heartwarming, like, I would stand up and cheer in the middle of the theater kind of moment. Yeah. You know? And if Coulson came with them, that would be even better. Oh, even, yeah, even better would be, yeah, if, if the middle of the, of the fight or some, sometime during the, the battle strategy or whatever, Colson walks in, says, I hear you need some help. And they're like, well, what can you do? And he holds up his watch and presses the button and says, um, we just called in the cavalry. Yeah. <laughs> and then have all these people start showing up, just, just one after the other. Nowhere. Yeah, just, you know, that would be, especially if they can get somebody who can teleport. Yeah. You know, I know that Gordo yeah. is gone, but, but yeah. Broken dagger? It, They'd be like, Tony would say something. Cole would say, or Tony would say something snarky like, "What you're what you pushed your watch? Great watch, nice watch. What 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 does that have anything to do with it? You know." Um, But then they show up, and he's like, "Oh, okay, thank you." But after he gets over his shock of Agent being alive, or even better, have Colson show up. And have someone says you're alive. You know you're alive. He says, Yeah, I heard you needed some help. And they're like, uh, He says, and he says, I brought some. I brought some help. 
And they're like, you did? Who? Well, we're all here to help. Who's we? And he opens, everybody looks out the window, and the entire plaza is filled with people. (laughs) Yeah. I brought you back up. (laughs) Yeah. Guys, I just had a thought. Yes. Uh What if if, um, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and all the other um, uh, Netflix heroes are actually modified in humans who just didn't go through either Terragenesis or... um, uh, uh, the fish oil pills, but it was just like someone discovered um, like the Terrigen crystals beforehand, but they were just messing with them to try and do experiments. But then all of the um, Netflix heroes ended up having, ended up um, being exposed to it and find it, found out that they actually had powers. Well, maybe it's not just the Terrigen crystal. What if the, as you said, what if some kind of accident or experiment they went through activated the inhuman gene? Exactly. You know, it doesn't have to be the Terrigen crystal. So right, that would mean that they are they're they're right. human, That's and maybe all. that organization, you know, that Nuke went through that we know now has Jessica, you know, treated Jessica after her car accident. Maybe they're you know somehow a part of it. So could they say the same? Maybe they're the same people that got Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> Francis. Francis. Yeah. Can they yeah. say the same thing with Spider-Man too? Maybe. I heard that they're not changing his origin story, but they're no. also going to show his origin story. He still will be the same. He's still got his powers the same way. However, since we're going this route that it doesn't always have to be a Terrigen crystal to activate the inhuman gene, that doesn't mean that uh, an irradiated or genetically modified spider can't also activate an inhuman gene. Great. Something activated in, in Spider-Man. We don't, we don't know what it is. There was a human um, spider that bit him. <laughs> that would be very interesting. No, if you think about it, that would be very interesting if the genetic modifications or the irradiation of the spider was actually um, terogenesis. Terogen mist. Great. So now, now animals and, and evil, disgusting, eight-legged creatures can become inhumans. <laughs> Which means that all it takes is a um, a mosquito swarm to feed on an infected fish, dead fish, and then spread spread it. That's all it would take. Oh, jeez. Just that's like crazy. the new version of the Zika virus. No, oh, jeez. There you go. They're trying to get us to be scared of it. That's Hydra. They're trying to get us scared of it. When really we should embrace it and be altered and become the new breed of humanity. So, so or animals, so if animals could be affected, it could like affect like maybe four turtles that got dumped in the sewer because then they learned ninja skills. <laughs> yeah, that crawls exactly. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. That's that's a good call. Heroes good call. In show. <laughs> Turtle power. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. I think that's a grand idea. Yeah. Everything's uh, crossing. Going back to Agents. <laughs> yeah, back to Agents of Shield. Um, I was I really. really, <laughs> I really I was, Wait, we're talking about Agents of Shield. What? <laughs> I, I was really like, like I when they brought out the Tahiti machine again, I was really like, oh my! I was like repulsed because mm-hmm. I that thing cost so much, <laughs> so much torture yeah yes but look who the, that was a good idea of who to experiment on i hadn't i was like who are they gonna get huh? i didn't even remember that they had warner poor yeah, warner. you know yeah. i felt bad 
I, I did yeah. like his haircut though. But I love when Colson walked into you know, he's like, Yeah, come with me. <laughs> well, I, like, I like how Colson said, I don't wanna do this. Yeah. But right. it's the only option we have. Right. He's yeah. and knowing I think knowing what that machine is like and yeah. he really saw the compassion in him for Werner, yeah. but it was still a von Strucker, so he was like Oh, we got to do, but we, it was like one of those situations where we're in, we're in a corner. We have nothing. We have no other play here. This yeah. is our Hail Mary. We have to do this. And I thought Spencer Tree Clark did a great job. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He, I and, like the fact that he responded to you. Yeah. We had a little conversation. <laughs> yeah. Now <laughs> on if only Twitter. we can get him to get on across the airwaves. <laughs> There you yeah, go. I, I, you guys he, think he's, he's going to be listening to the podcast? So I, you know, because I said I'd be talking about him, but I thought, you know, I said he looked fetching in in the hospital gown, and that seemed to get his <laughs> attention. And I, he did. He looked great in the hospital gown. What can I say? I, you know, I'm a red blooded American straight woman. Um, <laughs> but uh, I thought, you know, the performance he gave on that table, which was almost you know it was pretty much like a silent movie i thought he just he was so good and i just i thought it it made you feel for him yeah true but i also thought it was reminiscent of when colson was in tahiti yeah please kill me kill me now please no i i commented on that i was like this machine inspires people to say kill me or just let me die please let me die and i was just like I, you know, I remember watching that episode and thinking, and I posted, did we do the right thing bringing Coulson back? If that's what had to ha- if that's what he had to go through to come back, and it made me relive, you know, that fear I had for him and that that heartbreak. It was like, oh my god, what did we do? And I know it's a fictional character, but it was like you still don't want to see characters that you love being tortured like that. And I didn't want to see Werner tortured like that. I mean, because I knew what Colson had been through, but apparently it, you know, it brings out the please let me die because that's what they were thinking when, before they were put into whatever state they were put into. Did, did um, you guys get the sense that... Did you guys that, think that... I was gonna ask, did you guys get the sense that Lincoln felt like they were going too far here? Oh, yeah. I think, he did, I think be it's because you have to remember... He's a doctor, so right. he has a Hippocratic oath that he. And I think that was the only reason was that he felt it was violating his Hippocratic oath, which is do no harm. Um, so I think he felt like I, I he couldn't morally and ethically stand by what they were doing because it wasn't ethical medically. But mm. when they convinced him to shock him with how they did it, it was like it made sense to me. Uh. I just feel like he's going to develop. I feel like he's going to develop. You guys think that it's that's a voice of reason for for the group. I think him and Daisy, Daisy and Lincoln together are going to kind of form into that. I don't. I don't know because I'm. I'm sorry. I'm going to jump the gun a little bit and say that the um, the preview for next week shows him going too far with absorbing in. You know, he's yelled at by two higher ups in Shield to stop, even to the point where Colson's saying, "That's an order." Like, come right. on, dude. Yeah. And so, I really don't. 
I, I like Lincoln. I think Lincoln could be very good for them, you know, especially since he knows, like when he talks about how they were taught that powers are not random and all that. I like that. I think that he's a good insight into in humans. But when it comes, he's like his power. He's very mm-hmm. stat. He's not. He's not stable in the fact yeah. that emotion wise, he jumps all over the place like like electricity. And he has a tendency to, once he plugs into something, like an idea or an action, it's hard to get him away. Right. To make him no, stop. I think it's, he's going to be living on an edge for quite a while before he learns to really not control his ability. Because he yeah. has very good physical control over his ability. But I think before he realizes, you know... I think once he's in the moment, sometimes he gets totally absorbed by the moment and is like, I have to stop this or I have to do this. I have, you know, he thinks he's being yeah. moral. He thinks he's doing the right thing. But I think there is a sense of that power and Jia Ying maybe instilled that into him. No, I don't. I don't and think. It, but I agree. I, I agree that right. he is the best window we have into her teach into what, you know, because he is the one we have, you right. know, who who was who was trained under her and understands you know i mean maybe that's how they approach their powers maybe that you know that there's a balance it's an uh, evolutionary necessity maybe that's true um it's the coolest thought i think i've heard on why the inhumans develop the powers that they do i think it's just beautiful it's actually quite beautiful um but we don't know. I mean, Jiayin could have been blowing smoke up all their asses. Um, it doesn't seem like he likes killers. He seems doesn't. Like that's but I think issue. that I think that there is a line, and he yeah. has drawn a line. But I also think he skirts very, very close to it. And I think that's you know you always have people who are who like no matter what their ethics are when you get them in the moment. It's like they can't stop. Well, the other thing is, when thinking, when thinking of his powers, he's been trained on how to use them. But has anybody <laughs> thought about how they might be affecting him inwardly? Like, right. we just saw that he can use his powers to affect the mind. If he's got energy flowing through his system, it's no wonder his moods and his thoughts um, and ideas jump around. He probably has nerve impulses firing off all over his brain, and it's just his that that kind of control, inward control, right. has never been taught to him. And it makes me think that that's something that contemplation and like meditation on concentrating on your inside, you know, in your mind abilities and all this stuff, that might help. I, it makes me feel sorry that he hasn't had that control and that right. is something that may be beyond his ability to, un, you know, to control right now. Like nobody, since nobody knows, right. Then, then there's no, there's nobody going to be saying, Hey, you ever think that maybe this kind of thing? Right. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this attack on absorbing man that we saw for next week will show, will make him question. Why did he jump so quickly into one idea from one idea to another and dive into it um and maybe he starts thinking inward that's my hope 
That's my oh, hope for him. That creates a nice a power contrast between Daisy and Lincoln, where Daisy's powers are ground-based, so it makes her more grounded, can handle her powers or dealing with things. Where Lincoln is more static because of his powers, because he's all over the place. Okay, so maybe there's that kind of balance between them. Almost like a fire and ice kind of thing. James, you were going to say something earlier. Yeah, I was wondering, like, if, um, like, if Burner could potentially be healed by the machine, since, like, apparently the combination of Tahiti and, like, Lincoln's powers can, like, stimulate different regions of his brain, like, maybe they can heal it in that way if, like, they continue to, like, have Lincoln do his thing. Maybe they could, like, ther- maybe, like, they could bring him back into, like, a fully functioning human being. That would be interesting because then I would like who, that. Who would? Yeah, it would be good to have. Uh, his name is Spencer Tree Clark, right? Yes. Yeah, it mm-hmm. would be good to have Spencer back again. I think he's a he's really good in this role. Mm-hmm. Um, the question, though, is his loyalty. Who would his loyalty go? Would he go back to Hydra, who betrayed him? No, or would I don't he think stay he with would. Shield. And if he stays with S.H.I.E.L.D. and decides to turn over a new leaf and become something good, it makes me think of, um, I think it's Baron Zemo, who mm-hmm. took on, who took on um, a heroic role, calling himself Citizen 5 or Citizen V, yeah. and took on the, uh, started a team of villains who are trying to turn over a new leaf and call themselves the Thunderbolt. Yeah. Thunderbolts so are be, one of my. That's one of my favorite comic books. Right. Um, so because Hawkeye that be, used to be could the that leader. Lead into that? It's possible. <laughs> I think that. I mean, if you exchange a you know von a von a von Strucker, not necessarily you know the big bad von Strucker, but if you change a von Strucker for Zemo, I think that works. Um, and he Zemo wasn't really a. Be, a he's in Doctor though? Strange. Okay. So far. Oh no! No, he's in. He's not in Doctor Strange. He's in Civil War. He's in yes, Civil War. War. Yes. Yeah. So. I, for some reason, I I've got him confused with the the name of the guy who's in Doctor Strange. Um, uh, Baron Mordo. Yeah. Mordo. Yeah. Mordo. Um, but I I don't think of uh, young Werner as a villain. I think of him as a confused, spoiled, rotten kid who was just doing what Daddy wanted him to do. And I think I think what Malik did to him, and I think that was clear by, by what he said about what happened to him. I think yeah. that I, I don't, I think gone. he, I don't think, I don't know if he'd join Shield. I don't know if he'd start a superhero group. I don't know what he would do, but he, in my mind, I think he would probably just remove himself from play and just yeah. try to lead a normal life. And I think that would be what we would want for that character. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you know, and bring him back when you need to, and keep him on the show as long as we can. But before he makes that decision, because I think he's a good addition to the crew. Um, but uh, I think that in the end, I think what I would want for him, and maybe this is a maternal thing, uh, is for him to go and have a normal life and not be a part of this world anymore. Because he was raised in this world, he deserves to have a normal life. I think yeah, he's that means learned. That- that means that Spencer doesn't get any more uh, playtime. No, that's why. I, that's why I said keep it. That's why I said keep him around as long as we can. Yeah, 
that would be really interesting if he does wake up from this, if he does start to recover and maybe, you know, in a month or two, he starts um, deciding to join shield somehow and mm-hmm. pass on his information and stuff like that. And maybe even they give him a shield uniform. He, he's joined Mac in a Quinjet. No, I don't want him to, to go into space and die. Oh my God. As a hero. As a, As a hero? hero, yeah, but then oh, Spencer. Even better, even better is that Mac and Warner go up into space and drop off the ancient inhuman to die, only for them to get hit by cosmic rays and become fan- Mr. Fantastic and the Thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, they couldn't do any worse than that horrible film. Josh Burkray. Which I did Pitching not see. Fox every day. <laughs> yeah. I was just I I love what you know Werner Werner's information uh led to because I thought it was one of the great one a great comedy moment for the show because every once in a while we do need one where Colson accesses, you know, the secret lair behind the antique shop and yeah. gets put on hold. Yeah. 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 I, I wonder how oh, much that of that was, was just the sound guys thinking like, hey, we can put this in here right now and make it funny. Or it was just like over was written in the script. Yeah. Well, I love how he yeah. gave the guy his hand because he had his collateral. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty funny too. Oh, put all, put all weapons part. in the box. The best part about that, that scene when he takes off his hand is it gave me a bingo. Guys. <laughs> yeah. That Agent of Shield bingo that I created, yeah, that was my that was my final box for a bingo. I only needed by the end of the episode, I only needed one more box for two bingos. <laughs> so now you, you get cookies. Make it game harder, Josh. Oh, I yeah, already I, I already have. I've already created another one, and I scrambled the first one, and I even have a live tweeting one that deals only with keeping track of what people tweet. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, just make sure I get your address so you get your cookies. Uh, I'll get for getting bingo. Yeah, I'll send them out. I still owe James. I still owe James his cookies. I keep kidding. I keep making them, and then other people like around here. I was like, oh, okay, I'll give you those, and I'll make him more. (laughs) (laughs) So you'll get yours in a couple weeks. But um, lemon cookies as requested, James. Uh, but yeah, I thought uh, the bingo went over really well. I think everybody yeah. who played it really enjoyed it. And Good. thank I mean, you I for playing. It was everybody. a lot of fun. Say what? It was a lot of fun. I had a hard yeah. time personally keeping up with it just because I was live tweeting. <laughs> I was able to do both at once. So ha. Yes, well, I'm not as good at it as you are. I'm not as good at multitasking as you are, James. <laughs> yeah, I watched the show and played my game as well. Uh, played bingo as well, and. Um, apparently somebody on the East Coast got the bingo, same bingo I did. Yeah. So I have scrambled them up and I've created five bingo cards. Um, couple of them new stuff and I'm going to be okay. posting them in my article when I release it tonight. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. So I'm going to be scrambling some up and, um, posting that way you can choose whichever one you want to play for that night, for the next night in, so yeah, that'll be fun. I want the cast members, Spencer, if you're listening to this, could you help out? Could you play some AOS bingo? That'd be great. Yes. <laughs> Josh, can we put that on our Facebook and Twitter pages as well? For across the um, actually, 
actually already did on Facebook. I know it's on the last few ago. Yeah. But yes, we can um, keep up with that. When I post the article, when I post the article, I'll post it on across the airways. You can put it on your website. You can put it wherever. Um, the guy who runs the guy who runs Toy Labs, which is a huge uh, Google Plus account yes. dealing with geek mm-hmm. stuff, he uh, messaged me last night asking permission to um, write about it in his articles because he thought it was awesome. <laughs> Great, perfect. I saw it. I saw that he tweeted you about that. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. and give me a couple. Co- give me some copies of it and your article, and uh, I'll post it on the blog. Uh, the Tumblr and on my site too. Sweet. And uh, I know you're going to have to edit this out, Dan, but I am now having to sign off. I have to be at work in 20 minutes. Go, go, Great. Run. Sounds good. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys later. Later. Great. Josh. Sounds good, Josh. See ya. Bye. And we go to, we go from talking to Malik and then I, th- okay. How do you think he reacts to Hive? I think um, he's petrified. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's petrified. You can even you can even see when like how you even said it when at the very end you're like you're not sure if I if you should leave if he should leave or you have to ask my permission. Yeah. And he's like, mm. and then then the whole freaking hand thing just like. Ugh. Oh my god, that was so weird. I was like, are bees gonna come out of you? Because I, I keep thinking hive and bees. And- yeah. I think it's it's kind of a situation like we saw with Wendy Frost, got Agent Carter, where all those people oh. were afraid of her. So I mm-hmm. think the hive yeah. is the. Same situation. I wouldn't be surprised if that sequence, if he took control over Malik, because yeah, controlling I mean, it too. I mean, I feel like that's kind of like exactly what um, Hive does. Is like it just goes after whatever whoever's it here. Wants. I feel like that's what he was doing yeah. right at the end of it. But will that take away from his powers as Hive, or like will? I think he it's still like like a Hydra a host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he has you many cut heads. off one head. So his many you cut heads off one are, head too. are all the everybody it was, involved. It was mm-hmm. great special effects, and whoever did the makeup on Brett, I mean, Wendy, Wendy Lynn, whoever. Wendy Lynn did. Oh, okay, I wasn't I think, sure. I think so anyway. Does your chest so. hurt? Where uh, do you see him? I think because <laughs> everybody had on Twitter was having like somebody get him some concealer, somebody give him a sun. I said sun lamp. So we give a cheeseburger. <laughs> give a t-shirt. Give a shirt. <laughs> like, a band-aid for that bullet wound, please. Uh, which uh, somebody else on the show liked when I said he needs a band-aid for that ouchie. Uh, that was makeup, right? Brent yeah, that was all makeup. That okay. No, I, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure that was mostly that's makeup. that's really unhealthy. Yeah, it's like Matt yeah. Damon in that Denzel yes. Washington of Courage Under Fire, where he lost like 40 pounds and his body shut down. A little too method. I don't think Brett's that method. Okay, uh, good. Yeah. But, that, but that he Brett, acted the hell out of it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I was like, so, like, just everything he was doing, it was just like so terrifying because it was just like. It was like. Getting raw chicken? The goo. It was like, oh God, what are you going to. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. You look like. Like you'd infect me with something. <laughs> so we get him some Purell. What were you saying, James? I think my theory with Hive and like what it does is that the body, like it can, it basically looks like that body no matter what, but it can like shoot off um, 
pieces of itself to infect things and then like regrow that just by regenerating mass or whatever. And I think that's probably part of the reason why it said it was hungry is because it needed to regenerate some mass. Mm-hmm. And if you if you notice on the table, like everything that they set out was gone by the end of the when they came back. Yeah. So and raw. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, if I said if I wasn't a vegetarian before, that scene made me a vegetarian. Might have made better vegetarian too. It it chewing on that raw chicken leg that looked like it was wrapped in raw bacon. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, that's so <laughs> horrible. Poor Brett. I think it, I think I would think he would be fine with that. Honestly, I mean, it looks like it didn't even look like he was taking a bite out of it. I think he just like acting like he was taking a bite out of it. No, he did good acting because yeah. it really looked like I was just like, holy crap, what is going on with this guy? At least he's not eating souls. At least it's not like the idiots lant the idiots uh, lantern episode of Doctor Who where he, the TV is hungry. Oh, mm-hmm. and it steals I was thinking more of the guy from Mortal Kombat. The movie, you know that your soul is my guy. Have <laughs> you ever seen that movie? No, nope. never seen that movie. Okay, that's a good thing. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I've been told not to. So, and I'm not a video game person, so I'm like, eh. okay. Guy was young and naive and fooled. Good to see that. <laughs> hey, I, I watched the Super Mario Brothers movie, so I watched that too. Sad to say, but I saw it because Roxette did the song. So. <laughs> But and then we forward. move on. We move Going on forward. from the evil. Well, guys, I was just, just wondering, say, like, guys, just say one thing about well, Hollywood. That yeah. I'm wondering if she, if he's going to be kind of a nemesis to Sky or Daisy now, more so than Coulson, because of her having powers and him having powers, and their kind of whole yeah. relationship. I feel like it's been developed into this clash between the two of them now, more so than Coulson. Because now they're both inhuman. Yes. Yeah. Um, going forward, like, do you think the Hive is going to like assume the personality and mannerisms of um, Grant, or do you think he's, or do you think Hive is going to be like in its own um, realm of like personality? Because I feel like right now it's sort of hard to tell because it is does seem a little bit snarky, but also seems a little bit regal and kind of um, disconnected. So I'm not sure. Like, where do you guys think it's going to go? I I think. We're, I think it's going to be he's going to have kind of that arrogant, that more arrogant, uh, if that's possible, than Ward. I think he, I think Ward himself is gone. Yeah, he's gone. Like they've established. I that. don't think I don't think that his personality survived. I think this is all the ancient Inhuman. Right. <clears throat> and what a great be memories, though. challenge for for Brett. Like, I think yeah. he'll set... Because well, like, he was dead. The only thing I think of is he was dead. Right. Yeah. Except that it may... did... The Will the will character, when it was infecting Will, it still remembered things that Everything. happened. Yeah. But I don't... You know, you don't know how much and how much was just its memory of watching that happen. I think he's you going to, to use some of those memories against the S.H.I.E.L.D. team. Yeah. Like, Certainly Coulson. Words attraction towards Daisy, get Colson killing Roslyn on Colson, get the fact that Colson killed him. He's right. gonna use that thing, those things against them. So right. that will make the fight against him still personal because he knows that information. Um, 
Here's my thing, though. Like, what I think is going to end up happening is that Hive's, like, body is not going to ever, like, change or, like, the face isn't going to get fuller or anything. So I think Brett's probably going to have to have that, like, sunken eye makeup on the whole rest of the season. But they can put clothes on him, obviously, so you don't have to do his chest. But um, I think with Hive, like, you can't, like, change the body it's in at all. It can just, like, use what it has in terms of, like, look. So I think, yeah, Brett's going to have to be taking some He's- hours in the makeup chair. And I think I think you're right. I think that, and I think it it might even get worse. Yeah. Yeah, because the body is dead, and it's going to decay. That's what we're seeing. But the, but, the if decay. It, but, but if it can do that hand thing, then it makes me think that it can like regenerate or at least keep that like picture, like what is right now in stasis. Right. So we'll we'll we'll, see, we'll find out when we know what it did, what that was, what he was doing. I mean, we don't yeah. know what that was. So it's a walking and, word. Yeah, <laughs> and from the gross and evil to the very sweet and cuddly. I was mad at the beginning of this because I thought they broke up again because they were together because of Will dying and everything else. And I was like, what the heck? Why is she mad? Why is Fitz mad? And I thought everything was still like in a good position. Well, it, it didn't. It didn't seem like they were mad at each other. It just seemed like they were awkward and didn't know how to continue. And I mean, yeah. I mean, from later in the episode, it seemed like Fitz was kind of like, Fitz was the one who was kind of like pushing the distance away a little bit because he was yeah. like. So. He felt guilt. Yeah. And we just were, I think we were all yelling at him. It wasn't Will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah me too. You didn't yeah. do it. Will died. And then to know that he told Gemma the truth um, because that's who he is. He's not going to really hide that. I mean, he's keeping one big secret. I don't think he could keep another. But. You know, it really, I agree with you, James. It was an awkwardness where she was trying to get back to a place and he was really the one who was fighting it. Yeah. He was like, he felt so like he had done something to hurt her that he was just trying to distance himself and not get close because he didn't want his heart broken again. But he also felt like at the same time he wasn't good enough for her because of what he had had to do. But I thought that where when she kind of shook him in, into seeing the light, I thought that was a really beautifully done scene because mm-hmm. it was like I didn't we didn't know what she knew. Right. We didn't know if she exactly. knew Will was dead or what had happened. And when she said, "Look, it wasn't Will anymore. You kill. You didn't kill anybody. Well, you you don't worry about that it. We know. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know about something, but you know it's like." You didn't do anything wrong. You saved my. You jumped into the unknown for me. You created. You've done everything, and you tried to bring this person back because you thought it was what I wanted. Because you're a good person, and you wanted to save him from that. It wasn't your fault that he wasn't willing anymore. It. Yeah. He wasn't. He. She accepted that. He. He. She goes. Will died trying to save me. That wasn't him. And I was like, well, wow. That was really amazingly honest of him to tell her exactly what happened, and for her to say, out the part "I completely." That, leaving but, out the part that Colson killed. Um, well, that wasn't his story. That's not his secret to tell. Yeah. <laughs> That's not his secret to tell. We're, we're you know, but um, I thought, and then them starting over. <clears throat> He's like, "What? Seventeen and awkward, <laughs> or sixteen and awkward?" I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's so cute." <clears throat> They'll get back though. Yeah, they're they're kind of meant to be together. Yes, oh, yeah. Joss Whedon. 
Okay. Change your formula for once. Well, he doesn't have as much to do with this show anymore, so. So yeah. maybe it won't be. Fortunately, it's his brother, so. Because if he falls, his, his brother and his sister in law, so we'll yes. see. <laughs> it's genetic that you want to destroy our lives, Weedens. <laughs> Darn you, Damn Weedens. Damn you, Weedens. Weedens. Don't go out the window, okay? No, we don't do that. Okay. That was horrible. Anyway, we're going to move on to listener feedback. Is that okay with you guys? Okay. Yep. Our first feedback is from, oh, let's see, Full of Hay. It me. (laughs) (laughs) This show has reinvented itself yet again, back and better than ever. At Princess De Leon, I thought it was great. I'm... I love that they're basically inhuman communicators now, and Yo-Yo was badass. Yes, she was. I hope she comes back. Me too. Uh, or my friend Terry, uh, Drum Heller, thought it rocked. Hope Talbot doesn't mind taking orders. Because <laughs> we did the reveal at the end was somebody was going to be taking orders from Colson. Yeah. Uh, he also said, "A buck says he challenges Colson to a game of winner takes all patty cake with unanticipated consequences." <laughs> and my friend Jacqueline Rogers, I think rock paper scissors is more their game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Bethy Midnight Fairy. All I can say is, "Oh my God, the episode was amazing balls. I missed our team so much." Uh, Aaron at Rain Beast. Bef- uh, who's not been feeling well so she's like before I start looking and feeling like the new ward I think I need a bit of a nap but I have to contribute something to my favorite podcast thank you Aaron which I apologize hey. for being behind on or some anyway, excellent episode uh, at least I think so don't know what everyone else thinks since I didn't have time to read others tweets while I was watching I can never be dependent on the critique since I just about always support my decision about every dis- any decision the ser- series makes. I've had faith from before the beginning that they know what they're doing and they're going to go somewhere great. I've never been disappointed. Though I never want it to end, I can't wait for the rest of the season. Oh, and can I just give a gigantic woohoo to the renewal? Yes. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and she posted some tweets and I'll be posting those on the blog because she had a lot of really great tweets. Um, I about dude. election updates. <laughs> Uh, Hydra has hold music. I adore the little details. Excellent. Yeah, I love that too. I love that Brett Dalton gets to play another character, yet another character, and he just keeps getting more evil. And also just incredibly better in terms of his acting. Like he's just, yeah, he's probably one of the best actors on the show. And her comment on the opening sequence: "Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Agents of Shield." <laughs> and I'll be posting the rest on the, the blog because she had quite a few and they were all really funny. Um, uh, I forgot to tweet how Yo- how great the character of Yo-Yo is. Uh, super speed that lasts only as long as a heartbeat then pulls her back. Cool power, interesting vulnerability. I love how quickly Mac figured, out, figured it out when trying to escape. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's actually not that hard to figure out once you actually realize like that she's in the same position every time that whenever she comes back. Right. Uh, just reading a bit about the character before setting off, I found out that, spoilers for those who don't know, her arms get ripped off in the ah. comic. Ick, please, Agent Steel, don't go that way. Coulson losing a hand is enough. <laughs> okay, it, uh, until next week, uh, Nikki, Dan, I hope you're both well. I wish you a great podcast. 
Okay, bonus conversation with between me and Spencer Treat Clark. Well, hello, Spencer. Hello. You make hospital gowns look good. And he says, well, hello. Thank you very much. And I say, you're most welcome. I'll be talking about that scene a lot on the podcast. Was I flirting with Spencer Treat Clark? Is that what's going on? Well, you did have a winky face, so I feel like, yes, you were. Yeah. Oh, okay. I never know when I'm flirting. I only, I only flirt with straight guy, with straight married guys or my friends or gay guys. Um, <laughs> and then, because it's safe, you know. Um, and he responded, awesome, I'll have to check it out. So we'll be sending him a link to the podcast. And then somebody t- used the account and tweeted, hey, why don't you come and join? Come on the show? I think that was Josh. Yeah, it sounds like Josh. <laughs> he's always like talking people into coming on the show now so yep. he's our used car salesman he really is <laughs> I apologize if I missed anybody's uh, uh, feedback I had actually typed up everything on my phone and copied and pasted because my computer has some kind of a virus and I had to take it in uh, so I was and then the whole thought the whole whole document I was working on on my phone just disappeared. So I went back and got as much as I could. Okay. And then our email from Morgan. Hey, Nikki, Dan, and Josh. Um, sorry, James. She didn't know you were joining us. Oh, man, am I glad to bat glad. I can't read. Oh, <laughs> man, am I glad to be back with our S.H.I.E.L.D. team. I cannot believe my eyes are once again feasting on my favorite show. It felt like the mid-season premiere would never get here. Oh, so much awesome in this episode. I love the Secret Warriors and their, and their dynamics so far. Hunter, Mac, and Bobby, and Daisy, and Joey work so well together in the field, and I love the addition of Elena at the end. Her slingshot powers are so cool. Her interactions with Mac were also pretty great. I also love that Hunter to me admitted to trying the fish oil pills. It also be coming in any of them. Bobby admitted to thinking about trying them because rehab is hard. Very nice slice of comedy. I was so happy to see my hunter back. I swear to God. Um, Lincoln working with Fitzsimmons in the lab was very cool too. Finding out that there's an intelligent design to inhuman powers and how each one is meant to fill a void in the person was so interesting. I hope we learn more about the origin of the inhumans and the different powers as the season continues. Oh man, poor baby Von Strucker. That was difficult to watch as are most scenes that involve the Tahiti brain machine of torture. <laughs> Black Holes, could at least get some helpful information out of it and can't wait to see him continue to go head to head with Malik. Ancient inhuman ward thingy. So creepy. It eats raw meat. Yuck. It shoots sand from its fingertips. Cool. Maybe. Really interested to see more of the Inhuman and all its powers. Brett Dalton is doing a phenomenal job at being such a creeper. And the makeup and visual effects team is doing a great job making him look grotesque. And of course, the Fitzsimmons. The awkwardness at the beginning was was unfortunate, but then it made sense because poor Fitz feels guilty for something he didn't do, kill Will. But of course, Gemma doesn't blame him because she's rational and knows he killed a thing masquerading Will's body. And she told him as much, which is one of the reasons I just love this show. For the most part, they don't draw out the kind of drama for more than an episode or two. I love the let's start over scene and the handshake. I feel like they could finally move forward to whatever stage of of their relationship is next and get back to their dynamic from season one, at least a little bit. As long as they stop angsting for a while, I'll be happy. Also, Fitz (laughs) made Coulson the coolest hand ever. And May told Coulson he joined the cavalry. My heart cannot take these feels. I miss this team so much. Love, loved the episode. Can't wait to see Talbot back next week. More Inhumans, more Secret Warriors, and just more S.H.I.E.L.D. Until next week, Morgan. 
Yes, and if you would like to give us feedback of your own, could join the party we have going on here. You could either tweet us at Across Airwaves, right on our Facebook page for Across Airwaves, or email us at Across the Airwaves at gmail.com. Can I also want to mention to everybody, we had to make a change to our podcast feed because people were having problems with listening to it, including our very own co-host on Across the Airwaves, Nico Reifstuck. So you let me know that wasn't working. We had to make a change. So if you're listening to the show on iTunes, please update your subscription to the show. So you just go on iTunes. You might have to click subscribe again. Go search for the show on iTunes. Search Marvelverse Podcast. Can you get hooked up with our show again? So sorry about the change, but this way we can get more listeners doing it this way. So bear with us and hopefully we get you call back to listening to us. If you're fully, if you're listening to us, call iTunes. Okay, with that, Nikki, you want to tell everyone what's happening on our next episode? Next episode, we'll be discussing episode The Inside Man and listener viewer feedback. Good stuff. And without further ado, let's just roll that pre-recorded closing. Good editor across the Airways podcast, good network website, acrosstheairways.com. Again, that's acrosstheairways.com. You can check out all of our podcast shows available as their own individual programs in the iTunes store, okay, Google Play store. Guys, for the podcast shows, cut our network. We have the DC Nation podcast located at dcnation.acrosstheairwaves.com. Okay, that's dcnation.acrosstheairwaves.com, which reviews popular DC Comics-related TV shows and movies. There's also the Marvelverse podcast, located at marvelversepodcast.acrosstheairways.com. Again, that's marvelversepodcast.acrosstheairways.com, which reviews Marvel Comics-related TV shows and movies. And we also have Throatscast, our podcast dedicated to reviewing episodes of HBO's Game of Thrones, which is available at the website throatscast.acrosstheairways.com. Again, that's throatscast.acrosstheairways.com. In addition to these programs, you can listen to the original Across the Airways podcast, which is accessible at acrosstheairways.com, which reviews TV shows not related to superheroes, core Game of Thrones, like The Walking Dead, Doctor Who, Star Wars Rebels, Supernatural, and more, including sitcoms such as The Big Bang Theory and The Muppets. Also, you can listen to Across the Airways, the DC Nation podcast, Thronescast, the Game of Thrones podcast, and the Marvelverse podcast, got the mixed radio station, code by Jack Stifle, Stitcher Radio, or if you use Apple devices, download the podcast box app. And if you're on a Windows or Android device, you can download our apps from the Amazon Marketplace. Got the Windows Marketplace, got a regular Windows or Windows phone app. Guys, for how you can contact us to give your own listener feedback, got the TV shows we review, provide suggestions on how we can improve your podcast listening experience, or just want to say, do you like what we're doing? Email us at acrosstheairways.gmail.com. Again, that's acrosstheairways.gmail.com. Comment on our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter, got Across Airwaves. There's no thought in there. It's just Across Airwaves. Join our circle. 
Sky Google Plus, or leave us a voicemail by calling 773-809-3363. Again, that's 773-809-3363. Also, when sending us an email, please mention which podcast show you're directing the message to. Give the subject line. Give you are sending us listener feedback you want us to read. God, the air. I would also recommend that you check out our YouTube page, which features trailers for upcoming movies and television events. Along with this content, the ATA YouTube channel is a great source for panels from past Comic-Cons. And it will be a great resource to find videos related to the Comic-Con taking place in San Diego this summer to go along with our Comic-Con special. All right. So once again, for our other Across the Airwaves podcast hosts, Nico Reifstech, Wu Kim, Michael J. Petty, got Steve Nostro, I'm Dan Schmidt. I'm Nikki Amy. I'm Josh McCray. I'm James Nathan. And until next week, we will catch you in the morning. This something extra could destroy us all. When they are attacking you. Colson, get out of there now. At every turn. Let's finish this. Enough. Stand down. That's an order. New Marvels, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Next Tuesday, 9, 8 central on ABC. All right, so what did you just listen to? Quiz audio for next week's exciting Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Extravaganza, entitled The Inside Man. Coulson and General Talbot are forced to team up and attend a worldwide symposium on Inhumans where they suspect Malik has an inside man. As a S.H.I.E.L.D. team gets closer to the truth, an unexpected traitor is revealed. Oh, shit. Got excited for this. <laughs> I love you. Got excited for this episode. I'm thinking Talbot is going to be show working for somebody else. There's going to be some friction there. I'm also interested to see God, they play things out with like and kind of going over the edge with absorbing man. I feel like I'm not going to be, I don't think it's going to be Talbot who's going to be the traitor because that would be way too obvious. Like, like I mean, they say unexpected, and if you're going to expect anybody to be a traitor, first thing you're going to look at is Talbot. So, <laughs> yeah. True, but he could also be working with a particular general, like that kind of inside man but maybe he's not Malik's inside man but maybe he's somebody else's inside man but yeah Malik has somebody you never know how far Malik's reach goes mm-hmm. I mean I think they proved that it's like yeah I'll just close a few offices you know and when he was talking to Coulson um, after he put got it, put him on hold <laughs> um, evil evil Hydra putting people on a hold with awful hold music um, but I think that there's definitely going to be, you know, friction with with Talbot and Coulson. I am not, you know, I'm like, I have no idea who Malik's inside man might be. Maybe it's the president. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun.
don't, don't. Guy do it. It was very Trump-like. Did we notice that? He's a little Trump-like. Mm. Well, it seems like mm. every crooked politician is Trump-like, so. Mm, well, this, is, this is true. Uh, <laughs> I'm really interested to see I the don't know, man just, come back, though. Was that the Absorbing Man? Because it didn't look like yeah, the it, same Yeah, it's the Absorbing no, he's, he's, he, well, we never saw him actually like without being having absorbed stuff. So I mean, that's probably why. You know? Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, who is that? Because it didn't look like the same guy. But I was like, is it another Inhuman? Nope, it's or absorbing what man. is going on? And then I was like, if it is absorbed, I'm hey, I'm happy. I find it interesting. He's going to be on next week. And he was referenced in Daredevil. Get Daredevil yeah. is going to yeah. premiere next week. Mm-hmm. So preview. Oh yeah, it is next week. Holy shit! I know. Yeah. I totally Sorry for swearing. Up. Sorry for swearing. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> now we're allowed to swear now. Um, but yeah. because they, because the success of Daredevil, the first season moved up the second season like a year. It's like holy crap! It's really here already. Yeah. Do I get another Jessica Jones right away too? Because I really need to meet some more Jessica Jones too. I think they are doing some. Think soon with Jessica Jones again. I think they've season. Oh, they are. Yeah. Plus, she'll be a part of Luke Cage, and she'll be in the Defenders. But, but she's also so they're also supposed to possibly have a cameo in Civil War mm. to prepare for showing up in possibly the Infinity Wars. We'll see. We'll see. I can't believe Daredevil. Oh my god! I can't believe Daredevil is this close already. But I'm we just happy that we're going on. I know. Plus, we got two movies this year, and more, more movies are being made this year to distract us from the horror that will be Batman v Superman. I don't, I just, gonna, I don't think, it, I think it might actually be not that bad. I'm, I'm kind of a little no, it's gonna it, it's gonna be bad. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Did you see the Wonder Woman scene? I didn't see. I haven't seen anything except for like two trailers. So I'm just like okay. trying to keep my son. That's right. not David how Wonder Woman speaks. Check. Save it for DT Nation. I'll save it for D. Oh my Frog god! I'm, so, I'm like, no, no. What are they doing to my Diana? Cry hope with the traitor. Got Agents of Shield next week. It isn't one of the strong women that we very much so enjoy, because that would be terrible. Oh oh oh! What? Complete to wrongfully accused. Who do you think it is, James? I think it's not. It's not necessarily a traitor, but it's going to look like it's a traitor. And in the case, it's going to be Bobby and or Lance because that's going to be it's going to be a setup for most wanted. That's possible. Mm. It's just going to it's, someone's going to be framing them. What if it's May? No. Oh. <laughs> She's already done enough behind Colson's back. Hasn't <laughs> his back been through enough? <laughs> We don't know if most wanted is going to be most wanted either. So yeah, but I, answer the question. assuming it is most wanted, this and like from all this like um, synopses I've read, it's definitely it like it is or whatever. I just don't want my hunter to go away. Probably it's so good to oh. see him every week on TV. Just might be on another show. Yeah, yeah. So I have to split. I have to split my adoration between Colson and Hunter on different shows. And Oscar Isaac. <laughs> but they'll yeah, all be yeah. covered. <laughs> Got the same podcast. So you don't have to worry yes. about that. That's true. So we're going to, oh my God, we're just going to keep getting busier and busier, Dan. <laughs> need James to step in as a regular co host for well, most of the We may drop a few shows. are free now, so, you know. <laughs> there you go. We may drop Take a few shows. Take some of this shows. pressure. 
Take this pressure off of us, James. Yes. <laughs> Save us, James. Get with that. You're our only hope. Get with that discussion. <laughs> be something we should probably talk about off the air. Yeah, probably. Let's <laughs> wrap up this episode of the week. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, you guys. Bye, guys. Bye. We now return to our regularly scheduled program.